0: That quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie,
1: oh yeah, how oh, you can throw? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie, Bernie, oh
0: baby, Super Bowl.
2: All right,
3: everybody, welcome to the sixth episode of Six B's in a P on Aquabearlegion.com. I am your very happy, yet also a little sad about Brian Hoyer, but mostly happy host Brian Costco with me as my guest this week to celebrate. This is insane. Another Cleveland Browns win, third in a row. They're three and two, tied for first place in the AFC North. This week, as guests, I have Mister Christopher Poland, hello, and the Mad Minnesotan, Ian Wolf.
0: Hello, I'm not really that angry.
3: The Happy Minnesotan. I I think he meant
0: insane. He swung swung too far the other way with saying happy.
3: The so, so, Ian Wolf. Tepid. If
0: I were water, tepid, I'd be
3: tepid. Tepid at best, mm-hmm. Ian Wolf. Browns win 37 <laughs> 24. They beat the Buffalo Bills on national TV. They like to call it that, but I think it's even worse than national TV because it's like only who has the NFL network. But the Browns beat the Bills 37 24. Before we get into the game, I want to say that I had to play a show that night. And I actually missed the end of the game because we were literally playing. And before that, I was in a BW3 in Athens, Ohio. Buffalo Wild it, Wings. It had been a... What happened to the WEC? The WEC? The
2: who? <laughs> Never mind.
3: Okay. Yeah, I... Um, <laughs> And I have not been in there in a while. That place is insane, especially like on a Thursday night in a college town. And there are 30 million TVs in there. And I will say that it was kind of cool though, and also kind of sad when everybody roared when EJ Manuel got blasted in the knee,
2: <laughs> like
3: everybody in the bar. So uh, I was glad to see the Browns pull another one out. What'd you guys think?
2: I Silence. also was glad. Yeah, I was. I was really excited that for for, you know. About three days, we stood alone atop the AFC North.
3: And obviously the Ravens and Bengals both winning today on Sunday, so we still are in a three-way tie. Um, but we lost Brian Hoyer for this mm. season. We did. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Um, old baseball, Brandon Whedon, <laughs> the nephew of Willis McGahee, uh came in with his busted thumb or fixed thumb or crappy arm. I don't know what he was, you know, what malady he had. All of the above. All of the above. uh, Hot tub foot. Hot tub foot. He came in and managed to win the game. It was pretty awesome. And he came in, you know, I mean, pretty early on, too, and managed to just keep control of the game for the most part through a couple nice passes, through a couple terrifying passes. (laughs) Um, But... I, I had a few notes about the game. I was reading some recaps of it, and I found this to be very interesting. Every active player appeared in this game. Wow. Everybody that was active for the Browns played in this game. And also, much like previous years, the Browns took a while to score their first rushing touchdown. Old man Willis McGee,
0: Old running. legs.
3: Old legs. Please. Brandon Whedon's uncle. Um... <laughs> So Browns win, it wasn't pretty by any means. They didn't really turn the ball over. Um, not a lot of penalties. The Browns played, I mean, a pretty solid game. The defense carrying them through again. And the offense somehow managing, you know, to just do enough uh, to win. And, of course, it didn't hurt that Jeff Toole became the Bills quarterback for a while.
2: Yeah. What Jeff, a tool.
3: What a tool that guy is. Undrafted rookie. I,
2: I get wide. that joke.
3: Wait, what was that, In I get that joke. Okay.
2: It's his name. Uh-huh.
0: name, Tool. But it's also uh, an insult to say he's a tool. Yes. Okay.
3: Now you're on the trolley. Nah, now <laughs> you're cooking with Wesson. Um, so let's talk about first, obviously, Brian Hoyer. Uh, we now found out out for the year. ACL, he's going to need surgery and a lot of rehab. Nine to 12 months is his usual timetable for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what do you think? can this team win with Brandon Whedon?
2: Well, at least once.
0: They can, if they can uh, avoid turnovers and penalties, which is what happened in the Bills game, no turnovers, I think six penalties, something mm-hmm. like that. It's the same thing I was saying last week, and it's even uh, more true now. As long as the quarterback just doesn't fuck up, there's a chance to win because the defense is so good.
2: Mm -hmm. But when you're throwing every down, you know, odds are you're going to fuck up at some point. Yeah, which is the other thing, you know. um,
3: The running game, I still feel like they need to do something to address that. I mean, he was a little better, but now Obanaya got hurt. For Agbanaya, as we like to call him over Agbenaya.
0: there. Agbanaya. Agbanaya. If I'm reading that correctly. Okay. It's
3: <laughs> If you're offended at all by Ian's pronunciation of Chris Obanaya's name, I believe you could reach us at a particular email address.
0: There's not an email address for that because I don't think anybody <laughs> gives a shit. All right. Thank right like you, Chris. Chris Ag- <laughs> Yeah. Hey, now you got me thinking about it.
3: I do got you thinking about it now.
0: Chris Obenaya, I apologize. We would love to have you on the show.
3: Love to have you on the show. Um, so yeah. I I asked Facebook today, a couple hours ago, if um, anybody wanted to share their thoughts on if this team could continue to win with Brandon Whedon at quarterback. And he, I would like to share some of the answers with you. Great. Thanks. Okay. So... First came nice blast from the past here from an uh, old friend Dave who I grew up with in Lorraine. Hell no! Get ready for a losing streak. Question. Yeah.
0: How many L's were in that hill? Two.
3: Just two. But there was three O's in the no, so I feel like
0: I kind of you know. I feel like if ever there was a time when somebody should utilize naw as opposed to <laughs> "no," even with three O's, it would have been right there. Luke
3: Edwards, oh, I wasn't going to use last names, but I don't care. Luke Edwards, I'm going to give you his address. We'll see if we can pull that up.
0: It's <laughs> his, what's his <laughs> phone number?
3: <laughs> I might, we, Luke, we'd love to have you call in and give us any of your personal information you'd like to share. Uh, Luke commented twice because he, you know, is better than everyone, I guess. Um, I highly doubt it. The athletic ability of Hoyer far outweighs Whedon's. With a weak-sided right O-line, Whedon's performance will be hindered by his lack to recognize the pass rush fast enough and inability to see the field, the length of time the ball is held. um, I definitely agree with that. He also mentions the defense will get quickly tired and give with all the give and no take. You know, obviously they'll be on the field a lot more. Um, Dan Majeski says, Freeman... Please got up at the Raiders, Vikings, Cardinals, etc., etc., etc.
0: About that. Yeah? It's important to not forget that Josh Freeman kind of sucks also.
3: He, in his last group of games, I don't, Stats, you'll have to maybe dig this up. You might even have it at the ready because I know you're not a Josh Freeman fan.
2: Not at all.
3: What His stats, the last X number of games that he's played, like 10 games, have been terrible. Like, I mean, I don't even know, I don't even have an exact number, but I remember I was reading about that, about him being released, and his numbers are horrific.
0: This year, he was 43 for 94 for a 45% completion. Ooh. That is so bad, good Lord. Jason Campbell numbers. 571 yards in three games. Last year, he did throw for 4,000 yards. It took nearly 600 attempts to get there, 54.8% completions. It's just, I don't know. I've not really seen or experienced enough out of him to say that he is going to be any more of a solution than what the Browns might be able to get in the draft next year.
3: Yeah, and I mean, that's the other thing. you know, I read something interesting, I think it was on waiting for next year, that basically said, like if you were to go back to the beginning of the season and tell Browns fans that the Browns would be 3-2, and two, they wouldn't believe that. And if you were to explain, like, Brian Hoyer got hurt, everyone would be like, okay. <laughs> you know, because, like, he's awesome, don't get me wrong, and obviously he lit some sort of spark and the team started playing better, and who knows, you know, what other intangibles were there. But we went into this season thinking that, Brandon Whedon and Jason Campbell were going to be the quarterbacks that we saw.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, and obviously Jason Campbell sucks real hard, um, you know, but we're back to square one here, which sort of sucks because I feel like this team is starting to
2: have some potential, with Hoyer in at least. Um, did you guys see the actual injury? Like,
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, it, was the, it was the
2: worst you know, quarterback slide I think I've ever seen.
0: Well, maybe if he had taken six years out to go play baseball, like Brandon (laughs) Whedon, he would have slid properly.
2: (laughs) Brandon Whedon can
3: slide all over the field. I've seen him do, like, backwards... He he goes in
0: Petey uh, style. (laughs) Head first. like he's going
3: on a a fucking alligator mile, man. He's, like, right down, slipping and sliding.
0: Now, here's the thing. Here's something... This is something I kind of thought about earlier today that this Hoyer injury could be a blessing in disguise. How so? Because he he had been a backup, career backup for, what, three years in the league? How long has he been in the league? Yeah, I think three years. Something like that. Hadn't really shown a whole lot. I mean, you're a backup for Tom Brady. You're not going to get in a whole bunch anyway. But I, I just want everybody to remember the one year that Derek Anderson decided to not play like Derek Anderson and could... Had Hoyer not gotten hurt and led this team to, you know, an 8-8 eight eight record, 9-7, and seven, something like that, just sniffing the playoffs, potentially could have set the team back because he could have been another Derek Anderson. He could have just been a flash-in-the-pan guy who sort of had one decent year and tricked everybody into thinking he was good, which leads the Browns to not really move in the way they might otherwise have in terms of getting a, a franchise-type quarterback.
3: Yeah, and, and who was the offensive coordinator that year? Though? Chud. <laughs> Neither did Derek Anderson so into the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can see that, you know, but I also feel like this one might have been a little different, and I know I'm a you know gullible Cleveland fan, but, you know, he was a local kid, and, you know, I think with an injury like that, too, you don't know if he's going to get another chance anywhere to start like that, you know, um, or if they'll even be able to come back from it. But, I mean, I think you got a good point. I also have to agree that I'm not big on the Josh Freeman thing. I I think the Browns do need to bring in another quarterback because they only have these two bums for now. Um, we got Bess, right?
0: Devon Bess. Devon
3: Bess, who we learned this week is the third-string quarterback.
0: He's the emergency catcher. Well,
3: yeah, this week he was actually would have been <laughs> – the second, at one point, when Whedon was in, he would have been the back. Yeah, after Hoyer. Because well, uh, Campbell was, down, he
0: was the back-to-quarterback.
3: <laughs> that's crazy.
0: We well, I a whole lot of Wildcat it.
3: had uh, wonder if he can catch it if he throws it? it. Like, is he allowed to run out and catch it?
2: He could throw a pass to himself.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: I think so. I think that's the new
0: game plan. Uh, officially, however, the Browns are not in on Josh Freeman, so not in. we really don't even need to talk about it. Yeah. Correct. Apparently and it's down to the.
3: They need somebody. It would be nice. And I swear to God, if they signed Eric Anderson. <laughs> I
0: really want that to happen. <laughs> live that magical year of 2006, was it? Yes. Something like
3: that. Something like that. Okay. But I mean, I think Whedon, you know, I'm not a big fan of Whedon, but if the defense keeps playing this well. Um, and Gordon and Cameron are able to continue to excel and be awesome no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, I think, and special teams, I mean, geez, let's talk about Travis Benjamin really fast. My man. Speaking of really fast,
2: Travis Benjamin. (laughs) Yeah, that
3: guy is super fast. He set a Browns record for special teams yardage in this game, and he's one of only seven players to have more than 175 yards special teams
0: in a game. Wow. I just I fear that every time somebody even like kinda of looks at him he's going to drop the ball. Yeah. But, you know, he's a very you little know. guy. He is a tiny little dude.
3: But I mean it's obvious I think the Browns need to pick up a quarterback and they need to pick up a running back still too. There's gotta be somebody.
0: I I think that somebody's already on the roster. We talked about him last week. Fozzie Whitaker. Fozzie Whitaker. Fozzie Whitaker. Did he play at all? No, is he I don't think so. He would have been in there at some point after Obanaya got hurt. Did I say it right? Yeah, nice Good job. job. a. Um, Kick that you, one off my bucket list. Yeah, and you commented uh, uh, earlier when we were talking about this that this is a passing offense, though. It, yeah, it is. I think we're seeing that because obviously there's no run game to speak of. Uh, I think Millis McGehee rushed 26 times for 72 yards. <laughs> Richardsonian performance. Richardsonian. Richardsonian. 2.8 yards of carry. Did score at the Browns' first rushing touchdown of the season. Had a long of 16 yards, which means he went 25 times for 56 yards (laughs) if you remove that one. But yeah, it kind of has to be a passing offense just because the running game is so god awful.
3: But, I mean, don't you have to find somebody
0: else on the, that is a free agent right now or an undrafted
3: rookie? Oh, resident. yeah, you
0: definitely need a warm body in there because he's just keep getting traded or hurt.
3: Even if there's just another person that can be, like, between Brandon Whedon and his, like, impending
0: Zach. injury
3: from someone crushing him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, is, we are now uh, without O'Neal Cousins in the starting lineup. Is that correct? O'Neal Cousins. We have the, uh, who was hurt? Who was Cousins filling in for? Laval or something? Who? Was it Laval?
3: It might have been. He had surgery during preseason, I think. Laval did.
0: Yeah, I think he's back starting, right? Maybe. We are so totally prepared to talk about
3: this. (laughs) Um, So, one other quick thing I wanted to say was you had the Browns played on Thursday, so I was looking at Instagram and Twitter and stuff today on Sunday and a lot of the Browns were saying stuff because they had a Sunday off. And apparently when football players have a Sunday off, they just watch football, um, which is pretty funny. Um, and actually, I'm going to give an early Tweet of the Week because Whoa. Jason Pinkston...
0: This is unprecedented. Yeah, I, I know.
3: Jason Pinkston... Uh, we're going to do regular Tweet of the week later, but Jason Pinkston, this is topical... He tweeted that, lazy day watching football. And then the next tweet, no manual labor should be done by any man on Sundays when there's football on. Leave that for the women. For dick. Yes, I'm sure it's going to make him
0: very popular. Question. Yes. Shouldn't it be manual labor? Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. If our bandwidth
3: of recording this allowed me still to press the sounds, I would do the sad trombone.
0: But that was... You know, fuck you guys. No, come that on. Was, that was awesome. You think so? I, I, feel, I felt good about it. I mm-hmm. felt good enough to say it. I feel I, good about it, then.
2: I'd come around on it. All right. Chris is a
3: tough sell, but he's... So, weird.
0: happy trombone sound.
3: <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get to... Again, unfortunately, two weeks in a row now, it's been kind of bumming me out. We're really excited when he makes it back, but Brian Weeby hasn't been able to join us the last couple weeks. He did send on Friday, I think it was like Friday morning, a fantastic broken bandwagon, which we will get to here shortly. I wanted to talk about one more thing. Grantland, uh, which is one of my favorite websites of all types, and especially of sports, um, grantland.com, had an amazing article about Cleveland sports written by Andrew Sharp. Um, And Andrew's not from Cleveland, but Andrew went to Cleveland last week um, and wrote an article called "A Field Trip to Believe Land. And Andrew did two things when he was in Cleveland. He went to the Indians wildcard playoff game on Wednesday night, which the Indians unfortunately lost. Um, The Reds also unfortunately lost on Tuesday night. They did. Um, and then he went to the Browns game on Thursday night in Cleveland, and he wrote a just a really fantastic article that I definitely identified with a lot as a person who spent a lot of time in that city and as a fan of these teams. Um,
0: and I want to talk about the article
3: just to kind of get your guys' opinions on it too, but I wanted to read the last uh, paragraph because I thought it was a really great way to wrap it up and, and just totally dead on He uh, says, more than anything else, diving into Cleveland sports for two days was just a solid reminder of something I learned a long time ago as a Wizards fan. The worst teams always have the best fans. Losing weeds out all the entitled people, and you're left with a much better group. People who have a sense of humor. People who get irrationally excited about guys like Travis Benjamin. And people who never stop showing up regardless of what happened last time. In a sports world dominated by stats and market size and expert analysis, the people who don't give a shit about the odds are probably more fun than anyone. And that's Cleveland. And I think that that is a very good description of how I feel about my Cleveland Browns fandom.
2: It's a really beautiful sentiment and I think uh, uh, is so much uh, more enjoyable to read than the uh, article we talked about in an earlier episode which is just kind of like, hey, your team sucks, you know, why do you still like them? Uh, yeah. This one was... I think it gets it. I think uh, it's just—I don't know—way more satisfying to to read, and it made me feel better about myself. Agreed.
0: I, I appreciated what he said about having a sense of humor mm-hmm. about it, because I mean, at at some point, you just kind of have to. Like it's you know it's you think it's not going to get worse, but you know it's going to get worse, so you may as well just laugh about it.
3: The other thing I thought was really cool is he, I thought, painted a very good picture of the atmosphere that I believe would have existed over those two events that he went to. Um, And about this sort of, you know, Cleveland sports thread that goes through, that all fans know about. Um, And I thought it was really interesting because he mentioned several phrases and things in the article that I immediately was, like, identified with or thought was, like, totally normal. And it wasn't until, like, I came to Athens that I realized, like, people didn't say these things all the time. Like, he talks about being in a bar and they, like, turn the music down and they just announce that it's 6.42 in the afternoon and Michigan still sucks. (laughs) And I just, like, those are things, like, my brother and my dad especially, like, that sort of just idea of the guy, like, outside just who continually over and over got in the way in the game just keeps going, it's tribe time, tribe time now, it's tribe time now. He's just, like, walking around, like, people just are amped up, you know, and it's a certain, like, sort of win or lose, you know, The f- actually just being able to have something to celebrate is an, of itself sort of a means to the end, you know. And I talked about that, too, like, you know, the idea of when good things happen, like when your team ends up 3-2 and two out of nowhere, it makes it a lot sweeter because you don't, I don't know, you know, you don't get that a lot.
0: And if you're a Cleveland fan, you, get, you do get irrationally excited about guys like Travis Benjamin or being 3-2, uh-huh. and two, which is just marginally better than average. Right. Like that, that's what we're fucking Not pumped bad. on. That, that is what we are hanging our hats on right now. Is that we are slightly above average? A
3: three-way tie for first place in a
2: four-team division, but slightly above average is way above what we're used to. That
0: is true. (laughs) There's that, right?
2: I mean, I don't, I don't. You can call it irrationally excited, but I think it's justifiably excited. It's,
0: I think, being a Browns fan, like, kind of, in keeping with the article, there's a certain, like, positive pessimism. (laughs) <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, you know this sucks, but it's awesome that it sucks. Yeah. And we're well, going to have a lot started. of fun with how much it sucks. Yeah. And he talked about that
3: sort of acceptance, like, you know, after the Indians game. And obviously, too, the tribe, like, kind of lost that one early and just didn't recover. Uh, but he you know, you talked about, how like, people were really sad or pissed off. Everyone just kind of was like, well,
0: okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like,
3: that's, that's all right, I guess
0: just happy to be there um,
3: and i love his description you know of being at the browns game cuz he's describing you know the atmosphere going into the game and holy crap the browns are two and two and this game is important and they can win it and it's exciting and then like you know so he obviously gets to see this game as the most cleveland of all games you know the kid from cleveland like you know just gets
2: destroyed <laughs>
3: you know and even doing the game like it was just like every time they showed Hoyer get hit it was like, oh no like, it was just so like and I got sad about it for a minute and then I really did just immediately go, well, all right, I guess that's about right you know and but I love the way he describes it. he says, um, you know Hoyer you know scrambles for 11 yards it gets hit by Bill's rookie
0: Kiki Alonzo doesn't get up. We're not even five. No. By- Huh? Kiko Alonso. You just reminded me of something else I wanted to talk about. Kiko. Kiko is somebody else. Archivious Mingo. Yeah, I love that nickname. That's basically Uh, all I wanted to say about it.
3: We weren't even five minutes into the first quarter and this new superstar was already out indefinitely and the bills were up ten (laughs) nothing. And that was immediately what I thought because we started watching the game here before we went to the union to play. And I saw the Hoyer thing here and everything, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, the first quarter isn't even, like, half done. And the guy mentions that his thoughts during all of this, his first thought was, how is this even possible? Are you serious? (laughs) And then the second thought was, the jokes about God hating Cleveland, they are not jokes. And the third is, when do these fans just light themselves on fire? Because, I mean, here's this guy, and I totally get it. He's, like, from D.C., goes to Cleveland, he watches the Indians game the night before, he's thinking about all this. Everyone's amped up about the Browns, and within five minutes, <laughs> all hope is lost.
0: Right? Yeah, basically. But I think there's there's a level of acceptance with being a Browns fan. It's like, well, of course something terrible happened. Like, that's just what happens. Yeah. Not, when good things happen, it's an accident. It's like, all right, we're going to roll with this. This is great, but you're just you're waiting for the other foot, and the other foot usually falls, and it falls real fucking hard. Yep, out of bounds.
3: <laughs> out of bounds. <laughs> all right, well, let's. Um, I would suggest everybody go check it out. It's an article called "A uh, Field Trip to Believe Land." I'm stealing one of their pictures. For a blog post this week, which I know, you know. the picture, it's, it's a thing. Jim Brown, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and he is telling Buffalo to sit on it. Um, sit on what? Real quick, yeah, Jim Brown got uh, honored. That was pretty awesome. He did. It wasn't wearing um, his hat. What do you think of all Brown jerseys? I liked it. it Jersey look, pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: yeah. All right. Find the article "Field Trip to Believe Land" on Grantland.com by Andrew Sharp. Pretty good stuff. We'll post it as well. Um, And I'm going to send it off right now, and then we're going to take a little break and head to Brian Weeby with a particularly hilarious installment of Broken Bandwagon. You're listening to 6Bs and a P on Aquarealegion.com.
1: Brian Weeby, 6B, 1P Nation, Broken Bandwagon. We stand upon a precipice. Dear Lord, what are we experiencing right now? I have no idea. It's been so long. It's been since 2007. The Cleveland Browns are above 500. Oh, thank Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What is this feeling? I do not know. Uh, It's been so long. Let me tell you, 6P1P Nation, it wasn't easy. It's been a long, hard road. And even this last hurdle, we didn't know. We 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 couldn't be for certain at all. In fact, I believe we all shit our pants. We saw Brian Hoyer begin the game in a little off rhythm, but then he was hitting stride, nailing some passes quick out of the pocket. Boom, bam, bing, running for 11 yards, first down. We were all cheering, we're going yeah, yeah. But then we all went no, no, because we saw his we saw his chin strap. Up near his forehead we saw pain and agony of defeat. We saw first down turn into a six year old crumpled up with glass bones and bird bones and dear god he wasn't meant for this world. It's terrible. It was a goddamn tragedy. And we saw Brandon Whedon. Thumb apparently working again. What the fuck? He's coming into the game oh no God Fuck <sighs> But then, what happened? What happened? Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin. Oh, God. What the... F- oh, Travis Benjamin again. And then what? What? Is- Brandon Whedon doesn't throw an interception? He throws a 30-plus yard TD pass to Josh Gordon. Oh, God damn it. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Things are looking up. And then our defense... The front seven, Marquivius Mingo. Let me tell you something, motherfuckers. You hurt a Brown. You heard our QB. You heard Hoyer. We're coming after your first-round pick. We're coming after Stevie. I don't care if both of those guys are on my fantasy football team. Very bad day for my team. We're gonna take your fucking bitch asses out. Kiko Alonso, we're coming for you. It will sign you or will hurt you one or the other defense Brown's win above five hundred for the first time since the year two thousand and seven broken bandwagon highlight of the season doesn 't matter what happens from here on out i don 't really think so i don 't know if my thirty year old body can take it, but i 'm feeling good and it's a good it 's a good time to be a Browns fan and uh i've got a conspiracy theory about the browns defense i've been watching all season and maybe i was in the bathroom maybe i was i don't know doing something else you know i haven't watched every single frame but I've watched a bunch, and I haven't seen Ray Horton. I haven't seen a shot of him on the sidelines, in the booth. Make no mistake about it, the Browns' defense is the superstars of this team. Where is Ray Horton? Where is that man? I don't know. Where is he? I want to I wanna see a, a little bit of cinema that contains his visage what's going on is is he on the team is he a coach still
3: All right, Brian Weeby, always insightful. And, you know, I don't mean to call him out, but maybe had this was recorded after the Browns won, I think, a little celebratory. But where is Ray Horton? Does he exist? We haven't seen much of him. Brian Weeby's right, man.
0: I don't think he exists. He thinks calling the shots over on that uh, defense.
3: Lexi Silver.
0: <laughs> that's a good segue, guys. That's a great. That's maybe the best segue in the history of segues <laughs> to our next <laughs> segment here on the show. Just, just say the thing that's coming next as an answer to a question. <laughs>
3: last week, genius. Last week, well, we've been talking about it all year, and Ian's fantasy team is named this. But Bernie Kosar has a daughter that is in pornography.
0: Bernie Kosar's porno daughter. Her name's like
3: films. 0-4, Adult- oh
0: heading to 0-5. Oh yes,
3: you are. I think I'm losing to my dad, too. but we'll...
0: I'm losing to Weeby, and he can't even come on here to explain why he would do that to me.
3: I don't know. Weeby, we'd love to have you on the show.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: um,
2: You just was.
3: Lexi Silver, we found her Twitter last week, and it really kind of ramped up our Lexi Silver coverage. Uh Because her Twitter is hilarious. It's also very not safe for work.
0: Uh,
3: Mostly. Well, wait, what?
0: I'll be honest. I wouldn't mind if this podcast became all Lexi Silver all the time. time.
3: Maybe we could do a spin off, like, uh, sometimes a very Jew, 2. We'll have uh, six Bs and one P all in Lexi Silver. It should be six
0: (laughs) Ds in
3: one P. Six Ds in one P. Uh, So, last week we found Lexi Silver's Twitter, and Ian. kept just finding all the gems and after further review, upon further review we think that there's something weird going on here with this Twitter account.
0: There definitely is something weird going on. Before we even get into that though, I would just like to read the most recent tweet. Okay. Which is from one hour ago. Okay. Want someone to pummel my ass. (laughs) Let me finish. Is that you? Now, she has 2,438 followers, so I'm sure somebody would take her up on this offer if... How many? 2,438. What do we have at 6B and a P? Four? (laughs) Something like that. Let's look. I got it up, actually. Maybe we we should... We have 23 followers. Let's plug our fucking Twitter. No, let's plug our asses to get more people fucking following us or whatever.
3: Okay. Ian will plug his ass for each follower we gain on Twitter. Well, again, you can find us. Every ten
0: at, followers.
3: <laughs> Let them hear the address so we can right. get more followers. It's We're on Twitter at number six. That's six B, number one, letter P.
0: So it's six M B E R No, 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 no. No, no. P. Six B, one uh-huh.
3: yep. P. So th- All in their individual character form. Okay. I think I get it. Yeah.
0: So anyway, yeah, Lexi Silver...
3: Lexi Silver's Twitter.
0: We, we were amused by it greatly, and it led us to say some horrible, horrible things last week just in the interest in accurately reporting, reporting. what there is in the world. Yeah. Reporting. This is reporting. Then we realized that a number of these tweets were quite similar to each other. And it led us to conclude that this is not actually the Twitter account of Lexi Silver. The real oh, Syracas no, are... No,
3: no, no. Are, what are you trying to say? That I celebrities to, don't always tweet their own twiddles?
0: I think I might be twiddling that tweet at you. Did you Have you checked your Twitter recently? I just sent that to you. Me? Yeah. About the ass-rapping? Uh, about celebrities not twiddling their own whatever you said. Um, I didn't get that. Anyway, the point is, uh, it could be a a what the kids call a robot. What's that mean? A uh, I don't know. Oh, a robot. Yeah, a robot. You know what a robot robot. is? Not a rivet. I thought you said a rivet. No, Chris, can you explain robots to those who might not understand? Well, I think we used to
2: think of them as you know um, humanoid-shaped or trash can-shaped beings uh, that were powered by. You know, electricity, or maybe steam, or
0: uh, well, if trash can shaped is usually they're powered by midgets,
2: or that, um, uh, you know, and and they would do the jobs that humans don't want to do. And I guess that still applies to modern day robots, even though uh, all they do is tweet bullshit. Right. What do these modern day robots look like? They don't. They have no physical form. That's bananas. They're just binary code. They're beings of pure malevolence.
3: <laughs> Chris, really? You've got to be really worried about the Twitter robots.
0: No, I'm just kidding, guys. Well, you say... I don't know if a Wait, I don't being, know. I, don't
3: think that, I still don't feel like that's enough to make me feel better.
0: A be, When a being of pure malevolence tweet the following... These are two tweets. I can think... I can think... Not can't. Can. So, what, Lexi Silver Or... The robot that is tweeting as Lexi Silver, or maybe Lexi Silver's intern, I don't know how much money these porno ladies make, says, I can think of anything in the world I crave more than getting my pussy eaten. (laughs) Followed by, I would definitely go for some tacos.
2: (laughs) Does that sound like the
0: work of any sort of malevolent being? I don't know. Hey, wow. hey
3: now, hey now, hey, hey, hey. hey. Oh, wait,
0: wait, hey, wait, who's hey. there? Hey, what are y'all talking about my daughter for?
3: Oh my God. I'm sorry, sir?
0: I said, what are y'all talking about my daughter for? Is that Bernie Kosar? Yeah, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. All right. Well, Bernie, I, can, Bernie, I Bernie. can throw. All
3: right. Wow, I've never thought about what it would sound like if you sang the song.
0: It would sound like if uh, the Browns went to the Super Bowl when I was a quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Number 19, Bernie, Bernie.
3: Mr. Kosar, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. You seem um a little bit seasoned. I
0: don't know what that means, you skinny goof dick. What are you trying to say to me? Are you talking she just call me a skinny goof dick? I call you skinny goof dick. That's all I say to you now. <laughs> Burn it, burn it.
3: <laughs> but no, okay, okay, sir. Bernie Kosar, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on Six B's and a P. is Via the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline.
0: I would have thought it was an honor, but right now I'm not sure. It
3: doesn't really seem like an honor. And I say Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline, but what I really mean is storming in through the door and drunkenly <laughs> yelling at us.
0: Ah, you're drunk. You guys are talking about my kid, my daughter, that is my little baby girl that you guys are saying horrible things about.
3: No, she, well, sir, with all due respect, and you are one of my sports heroes, um, with I all due respect... I appreciate that. I appreciate I, that. I, I appreciate you, Bernie. You, with all due respect, your daughter is saying those things on Twitter. We're just reporting. I
0: only have my daughter saying those things on Twitter. Can huh? we...
3: I don't Chris I don't is one of the people back there to try to get some sort of intermediary or translator I, here.
0: I don't want to like speak out of line, but I think Bernie's like at least half in the bag.
3: Half in the bag?
0: Half but, in the bag. Bernie, can we ask you a couple questions while you're on the show? Absolutely.
3: All right. Okay. Thanks for being here. I also want to see Bernie actually before we before we lose you mentally maybe here with us. Can you do a little promo for us? A little like you know you're not listening to six Bs and a P. I can
0: fucking yeah. Okay. Come on, Bernie. You've been saying about my little girl. No, 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 Sarah we, love, yeah,
3: we love Lexi. We love Lexi.
0: Who? Who? Who is Lexi?
3: <laughs> Your daughter. What does she do? She receives money for people to put things inside of her.
0: I heard she receives money. That's good. That means that I don't have to give her any money. I don't know if y'all have heard. I've had some legal difficulties. Like... Yeah, can we ask you a few questions I wanted to talk to you about? Yeah, Bernie, Like, if you don't mind, since you're already here. That's fine. Whatever. I say, I would... I'd say, I'd say, I...
3: Okay, call it's okay. Do you want a cup of coffee or something, maybe?
0: I, I get a, a, a Water. And okay.
3: Somebody get Bernie a
0: water, and you put yeah, some yeah, Jack Daniels in that water.
3: Okay. Somebody give Bernie a Jack and water.
0: But hold the water.
3: Hold the water. Not a surprise. I had a feeling that was coming.
0: Come on, man. Freeze the water and put Freeze. the water in there. Okay. And then take so the Bernie, water out. Bernie, you spoke about your
3: Daniels. legal troubles that you were having, uh, recently, and you got pulled over the other day. I yeah, I did. And things didn't go so well, it seems.
0: Well, I mean, if that's what you want, then, uh, if you believe that liberal Jew-run media. Whoa! Wow! Bernie. Uh, Bernie, 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 Bernie.
3: No, no, Bernie. <laughs> sorry, I need to get you Super singing the song. I just want to point out that uh, the Aquabear Legion. The so right now? Is not run. Is not Jewish run, Bernie.
0: Wait, wait What is that now? Is this aqua Who?
3: All right, so. Um, were you intoxicated when you got pulled over? Mr. Of
0: course I was not intoxicated. I had never been not, intoxicated in my life.
3: Did he say not in between there or did he just say intoxicated?
0: Not intoxicated.
3: Okay. And uh, as far as your daughter goes, what? how do you, do you guys still, are you still in touch?
0: Of course we're still in touch. We talk we about Christmas, we get together and we, uh, we talk about the Cleveland Browns, we talk about John Elway, how he has horse horse face, horse teeth. Horse teeth. He, he might be horse. He might be a horse. Is John Elway a horse? I don't know. Okay. What's the question now?
3: Is there any? You guys, Chris, Ian, do you have any questions for Bruni?
2: I have one. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, we've discussed your daughter is in the uh, adult film industry.
0: Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. She what now? Uh,
2: she does porno for a living. Oh, so you know, uh, obviously Lexi Silver—not her real name; it's a stage name. But uh, I just have a question about the spelling: um, L-E-X-X-I. When I would feel like the obvious play here would be L-E triple X-I. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, did did she have spelling issues? Was she a good student?
0: Ah, no, we 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 raised her right. We did. We 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 taught her when we, we, were te- we were teaching her how to be a, a, a young lady, that you, you show and don't tell. You want you want the audience to work a little bit. All That's, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like L-E-Triple-X-I. That's the obvious way to go. Right. And the XXI, they got to think about that a little bit. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? What, what are we doing here, guys? Well, you just came in here
3: like we're we we're recording uh-huh. a podcast about the Browns, but you just showed up. Um, I'm not really even sure I remember why. Just
2: because kind of the taco
3: comment. Oh I'm, yeah, the
0: tacos. Quite frankly, flabbergasted. I don't even know if I have anything to contribute at this point.
3: Can we get Bernie? Well, Bernie, uh, I mean,
0: uh,
3: Bernie, uh, I know you probably got somewhere. Bernie, Bernie. <laughs> you have somewhere that you're headed
2: off to. Well, I just
0: I just want to explain a little bit about what happened when I got arrested. As okay. uh, as Obama would tell you. Okay. I was on it, yeah, I've ever had a drink in my life.
3: We just got you a drink like a few yeah. minutes ago. That yeah, was the water.
0: I asked for a water, and I stipulated you didn't that ask for
3: water. The, the record water. Can. Or water. It just says that there were several changes after that.
0: Well, I don't know if you remember. But I had a number of concussions in my plane. Uh, football? What? It? Soccer. <laughs>
3: Brown?
0: Browns. Bernie. Browns. Browns.
3: <laughs> All Super right. Football. So before Bernie, before you, before we escort you from the building.
0: Well, I, oh, no,
3: I mean it's cool. We're just walking to your car, man.
0: Not to uh, his car.
2: God no.
3: No, not his car.
2: Uh, um, How'd you get here,
3: Bernie? Yeah. Ha, ha, where? Okay. Before we go, let's all sing a little Bernie, Birdie" together. Can we do
0: that? That's a fantastic idea, Brian. That's a good idea, don't you think? I think it is. Chris, what do you think?
2: Um, I don't know if we have the technology, but I'll give it a shot.
0: Bernie, how do you feel? No,
3: we'll just sing it. We, we won't play the song. Uh, we'll uh, just yeah, all yeah. sing it. All right. Are you ready? Got it off. All right. One, two, three, four. Bernie. Yeah.
0: Bernie, That's me. Oh, oh, no man. Man. Bernie. Ah, Super Bowl. Bernie <laughs> Bowl. Bernie, <Bull. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, Bernie. <laughs> all right. Go, Brian. Bernie. Great job, guys. Right. Great job, I, Bernie. You guys, I got, I, I got, I got, there you go.
3: All right, we'll see you later, Bernie Kosar. That, showing up—you never know who's gonna show up here.
2: That was weird. I want to know how he found the uh, why the bear compound.
0: Yeah, what's with what security at the compound?
3: It is lax at best. Um, at, yeah, these guys all kind of are a little weird. It's weird it's, that we. They're running the football
2: team. Or well, ball. to be fair,
0: Bernie Kozar did suffer a number of concussions and does have a porno daughter. True. Which I don't know if he really fully understood that.
3: No, I don't think so. Bernie, we'd love to have you back on the show. Not tonight, though,
0: probably. That's,
3: no, yeah. I think we've all had our...
0: I'm pretty sure he's gone. I can see him, like, kind of shuffling these. Yeah, he's just kind of trying to get into every car, oddly
3: hopefully we'll keep you updated there in the audience if Bernie finds a car that his keys open
2: Um, Steelers check in good conscience let him drive away from here you know whatever he seems to have gotten away
3: the last time
0: I think he's just maybe he's a little concussed right now hmm yeah
3: Well. anyway not our problem not, yeah, I mean, he's out, is he, Ian, if you can still see him there, is he off our property?
0: Uh, looks like he's crawled under my car. Oh. And has stopped moving. He's not <laughs> no longer moving. He's probably asleep. Okay, you think he's okay? Yeah, He'll be fine. well.
3: You should leave I... a note to yourself that he's under there.
0: If he's, yeah, I will do that. If he's still out there when I leave, I'll make sure to rouse him.
3: Okay. Um, Steelers check in. They had a bye this week, so the Steelers are still 0-4 and in last place.
0: <laughs> in the- <laughs> you know what? I have extra hatred for the city of Pittsburgh this week. Why? Why is that? Because they beat my Cincinnati Reds in the one-game oh, yeah, playoff. They beat. But Base on baseball. the plus side, yeah, this is uh, six baseballs in a P right now. Oh, okay. That led to the firing of Dusty Baker as Reds manager, and I could not be happier about
3: that. Not a Dusty Baker fan?
0: Not a Dusty
3: Baker fan. At all. You don't like that
0: guy? That's either here nor there. No, well, he doesn't seem to understand how the game of baseball actually works. Which you would think would be important for a manager. mm -hmm. Like, you know, being able to use Microsoft Office would be something that's up there on a resume of a baseball manager, as well as understanding the game of baseball. No, no, let's, just, let's just let that one anyway, hang in the air for a while. We'll let that one
3: sit out there for you. Ian's Reds podcast will come up there. Six baseballs in a baseball. Um, <laughs> the Browns play the Lions next week. What do you guys think about that one? Ian, win, loss?
0: Uh, I'm going to say. realistic. Real, this is realistic. Realistically. I don't know a lot about the Lions this year. How are they doing?
3: They're pretty good, a lot better than last year. Calvin
0: Johnson was out this week, though. In which case, I will say tie. Tie, I like it, C- Chris. Can that still happen in NFL?
3: I think so. It's more complicated, but okay.
2: Chris, uh, well, I, uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict a. Uh, a very tight game and a narrow victory for the Browns. like nice. By two or three points, um, okay. something crazy will happen in the last, you know, minute and a half of play and uh, somehow we'll, we'll win.
3: Yeah, I think the, I think the Browns are going to win against the Lions too. What about Green Bay the week after? That's a bit tougher.
0: Total slaughter.
3: Total slaughter.
0: I, guess. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I mean, the Browns... Passing defense consists of Joe Hayden and praying that Buster Screen doesn't do something
3: terrible. He did a great game on
0: Thursday. He did. It's two in a row. Two in a row for Buster Screen. (laughs) Lucy, call your shit. Lucy Silver.
3: She's digging. Don't call my dog that. (laughs) Digging in the hallway.
0: Uh. I mean, for the rest of the season, I'm looking at the schedule here. we got Lions, then Packers, then Chiefs. Well, here, let's
3: do it this way. Ian, you're looking at the schedule. Like, tell me how many more wins does this team have, realistically?
0: Realistically? Oh, boy. With Brandon Whedon back at the helm? Yeah. Goose egg. No. No, they can win a few
3: more games. They can win six games.
0: Maybe three.
3: You say three?
0: I think, I think they can. At home, I think they have the Ravens. Uh, Steelers, that's two wins there. And Jaguars, so maybe four. What
3: about, you don't think they can beat the Jets?
0: That's true. The Jets are really bad. That's five. All of a sudden, we're eight and eight, and we have, like, the fucking tenth pick in the draft. That's no good.
3: Well, they obviously already, unless they lose the rest of them, aren't going to have an
0: early pick. The Browns did beat the Lions 24-6 in the preseason.
3: I think they could beat the Lions. I think Green Bay and Kansas City will beat our ass and probably New England and the Bears. <laughs> but New I England kinda
2: looked like shit against the
0: Bengals today.
3: Yeah, they did. I got Tom Brady in the fantasy league. It
0: sucks. I mean, at this point in the year, like Brian Hoyer gave us all that hope. Right. Whether legitimate or not. But there's still eleven games to go against right. some pretty good teams. Even, like, the Bears, that's not a winnable game, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what to think right now. I don't know how to feel. I'd be so happy if they won a bunch of games and made the playoffs, but then they would lose in the first round. And it's true. Then they lose their high draft pick. That was pretty much a guarantee before they decided to start winning games. I don't know if I want to root for a winning team or a high draft pick where they could get, like, a Teddy Bridgewater or something like that. I want them to win, man. I don't
3: care if it's eight wins or nine wins or seven wins. I think it's great. So they go seven and
0: nine this year. They end up with, like, a number 10 pick in the draft or whatever. It's not really helping things.
3: Well, but, you know, I think that there's still they've got two picks in the third round, a second-round pick, and another first-round pick. And I know the Colts beat the Seahawks today, but I am still not a total believer in that team. That's fair. Who knows? I'm just saying it's exciting to watch them win. They're three and two.
0: I know. It's awesome when they win. And I would like to point out that the Browns are 3-0 and since I saw them live in Minnesota. Ooh,
3: that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has something to do with that.
0: So I may just have to make the trek to Green Bay just to like... Oh, wow. you go to Lambeau? To rejuvenate them a little bit. I feel like I need to inject my magic once more.
3: They might arrest you if you inject your magic at the stadium.
0: This is legitimate magic injection, not Lexi Silver style.
3: <laughs> Lexi Silver magic injection.
0: Lexi Silver, based on her Twitter, with, like, two magics <laughs> injected in her at once.
3: <laughs>
0: on We've already note, moved on from that bullet point.
3: I don't think... On, on that note, on that let's that take a quick point. break uh, and listen to something. I don't even know what it'll be. Some sort of brown song or play or... State
2: something. Park.
3: Something. State Park. <laughs> right All right, Excuse we'll be you. back. Six feet, Zippy, Yopper
2: Rouge, talk out.
1: Here we go.
3: Alright! That was an interesting <laughs> thing that we just played. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> what are you so funny over there?
0: Ah, the bit we just bailed on. Yeah,
3: we ba- I bailed on it.
0: That's true, you did bail on it. Radio
3: I was magic, like, oh, everybody. We just talked for a few minutes and tried to save something that didn't make sense. At least that's what I viewed it as.
0: I, you know, we'll just agree to disagree.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm your host Brian Costco here with my guest Chris Polin. Yep, and Ian Wolf. Hey, talking about Browns football. We just had a intoxicated Bernie Kosar show up a little while ago. I think he's gone. Well, no, he's under your car.
0: Uh, yep, still under there.
3: Still under there. Okay. Um, and we did a few other things. We talked about a Grantland article early on. Did a check-in with the Steelers. They still suck. A few more pieces of business this week. <laughs>
2: What was that? I just like the recap. That was a quick
0: recap. <laughs> that was a quick... I mean, we're only like 35 minutes into the episode. I don't think the, <laughs> the, the attention span <laughs> of Dave is not that short. Dave,
3: that is what happened. You forgot. Uh, tweet of the week this week. We did an early tweet of the week earlier in the episode, but here's the regularly scheduled tweet of the week.
2: Is this one equally misogynistic?
3: No, Jason Pinkston was... Well... Yeah, no, yeah, Jason Pinkson's <laughs> was pretty offensive, I thought. With this his comes from Tashawn Gibson, senior. Senior? Yeah, he must have a junior.
0: Tashawn Gibson, junior. Yes. 22H. 22H.
2: <laughs>
3: you can find him at Gibson, that's G I P S O N underscore duos 24. He says this morning, Sunday morning, church was amazing with the family. Always a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Now time for Sunday football and enchiladas. Hashtag be blessed.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: God and enchiladas.
0: I could totally go for an enchilada right now. I know. That's what I'm saying. Ah, Tayshaun Gibson, we'd love to have you and your enchiladas on the show. Yeah, it'd be great if you came with enchiladas. Just get at me at hotfire or mild sauce at enchiladasmotherfucker.org. Nice. Mm-hmm.
3: And I have the Don Fleming Memorial Trivia question for you guys. Let's do it. All right. This one is topical.
2: Hey, real quick, before we get to that... What? Can we talk about the uh, runner-ups? Runners-up for the uh, Tweet of the Week? (laughs) Because reading what... You know, L.J. Ford had one thing to say, but Joe Hayden...
3: Oh, and I. Oh no! I another one from Jason Peekston.
2: I think I've lost <laughs> a little bit of respect for Joe Hayden.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's do that. We have more tweets. Uh, Lj Fort said, and you can find him at i underscore serve two four four twenty two h. He says, "High school football greater than symbol college football." Okay.
0: All right. So, you totally had to think about that for a second when you came across that greater than symbol. Me? Well, you know, it's late, guys. It is late, but just remember, alligator wants to eat what's more.
3: I know what it is. I said it right. Alligator he wants is.
0: to eat high school football.
3: He does. And and Joe Hayden. It's actually wait. You know what? We had another error. It's oh, just heavens. I at I underscore serve twenty four.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what well, paste uh, these twitters. And
0: when did that when did that twiddle come in?
3: Shut up, Ian. Okay. Fourth of October.
0: I like that you're editing. <laughs> the I right am.
3: Literally, for those that don't know, we are all in the studio here in the Aquaberry. <laughs> uh, we share a Google Doc, and uh, that I just edited to make correct.
0: So, for the record, this is a revisionist history. Let the record show. Are you a Holocaust denier, Brian?
3: Let the record show that LJ Ford's Twitter has always (laughs) been at IServe24. All right, so Joe Hayden, though, comes back and says, high school football, you know, he he retweets it. And then he says, said no one ever. But he spells no K-N-O-W.
0: I think that's in the interest of brevity. And let me explain. It's a longer. Please, please do. Yeah, explain <laughs> that. That's, that's why it requires an explanation. What he is saying is that no one who is in the know would say that high school football is alligator-eaten college football. Well, then why didn't he just say that? Because 140 characters would not be sufficient <laughs> yeah, for room. sending like his message.
2: Characters. There's room to explain a little
3: more.
0: You know what? LJ4,
3: we'd love to have you on the show. We would love to have you on the show. Jason Pinkston had another good one, too, which actually I meant to be the Tweet of the Week. So after all these tweets, (laughs) this is the official winner. Do
0: we have our theme song?
3: Ian, cue up the theme song.
0: It's the Tweet of the Week.
3: All right. Tweet of the Week comes to us from Jason Pinkston, who we mentioned earlier said women should do all of the manual labor on Sundays. He is on Twitter, at Jason Pinkston, O-L. Chris Paulin's adding characters right now to get me to say them, but I won't. Jason Pinkston says, Blackjack Table's calling me, but this bed's holding me back.
2: <laughs> period, period. We've all been there before. I've been there before, for sure. I've never uh, been there. Don Fleming
3: Memorial Trivia question. This week I want to ask you guys, the Browns are 3-2. and two. Right? Just slightly Holy above shit, average. The Browns are 3-2. Slightly above average. And I want to know, and I'm going to give you three choices. I want to know, when was the last time the Browns were 3-2? and two. And here are your choices, okay? All right. Okay. 2002. 1994.
0: 2001. Chris, would you like to guess
2: first? I get first dibs? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go with 2002 just because I like numbers that are palindromes.
0: Alright, Ian. Oh, man. I didn't think about that, Chris. Yeah. I will say 1994, just because I want to say that's the return of Ernest Biner around then. Something like that.
3: And I will say that you're both incorrect.
0: Oh. Son of a fuck. 2001. Tim Couch. Tim Couch? Tim Couch. The Tim Couch?
3: The Tim Couch. would love to have you on the show. Yeah, I don't know about that. Mm. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about?
0: Browns. Browns. The Browns (laughs) are three and two. It's awesome. That
3: is great. And they play the Lions next Sunday, one o'clock.
0: I say if the Browns win this game Sunday next Sunday I should say. A week from today. Which I will not be able to watch. I will be up in the northern woods trying to fight a bear.
3: Doing a little bony bear.
0: No. (laughs) I'm gonna write
3: some songs.
0: No, I'm not. Anyway, uh, I won't be able to watch the game. But if they do win this game, I'm going to say playoffs.
2: Playoffs?
0: Playoffs. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Yeah. I'm not so bold, but
0: um. anyway, as, as the most pessimistic member of this crew, playoffs, I'm calling it. If they win this game, if they lose this game, it's over, and there's no fucking <laughs> hope. If they, 3 and 13 if they lose this fucking game.
2: There's the Ian we all know and love.
0: <laughs> well,
3: I hope they can pull it off. It'll be interesting to see. And, of course, right now they're in first place. So if the Ravens and Bengals lose a step and the Browns can win a game, you know, they can actually kind of put themselves in a pretty good position in a weak division, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for us here this week. We're looking forward hopefully next week. It sounds like we'll be without
0: Ian. No, I'll be here for the podcast. I just won't be able okay, to watch the game. So I will have as little as I usually contribute, I'll have even less. Next <laughs> week. Okay, cool.
3: And hopefully we'll have Brian Weeby back with us as well. Um, we send our regards to him. And of course, if you're interested in being on the show, email me, brian at aquabarelegion.com. If that bounces back to you, you can send it to.
0: Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. I don't know. How did I end up here? Here's what you do. You meet Brian about 10 years ago, and you befriend him. And then then for an entire season in Browns football, you have him ask you to be on the podcast, and you say you're going to do it, but then you don't do it. But then the next year, you feel bad about that, so you decide kind of, well, maybe I should be on everyone this year. Every single one. Every single one at hotmail.com. All right, nice. Um,
3: you guys have anything you want to push, Chris?
2: Uh, push? Um, yeah. What are you doing? What are you up to? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, internet stuff. Um, you, can internet to, stuff. <laughs> you can listen to. You can listen to. Is that uh, Lexi Silver talking? No, no. You can listen to uh, the Backstage Pass, uh, Rockstar Pro Wrestling's official podcast, hosted by me and Griffin Gunn. Uh, we have a new episode up, just came up last week. Um, you can go to, and that's at rockstarprowrestling.com. You can go to ghettoblastermagazine.com and read articles that I write, reviews of video games, and such. And uh, you can come right back to the one source for four, Soccer Bear Legion, where I am a uh, guest on Six B's and a P and sometimes do other things.
3: There you go. Ian Wolf. What do you
0: have to say? Uh, you can find me in about 20 minutes eating some homemade chicken noodle soup in my apartment. Mm. Other than that, you can follow me on Twitter at ianjacobwolf.com, and then you'll be able to find out when I'm doing my radio shows, which are uh, infrequent. And yeah, look for my new podcast on the Aqua Bear Legion, Six Bees in a Bee, <laughs> where we talk about baseball. Nice. And by we, I mean I. <laughs> And other than that, uh, just look for me complaining about Minnesota, wherever I am. All right.
3: And then wherever you go next, you'll complain about
0: that. Probably. And I'll, but bonus, I'll complain about the places I've been also.
3: Nice. New places added on. I like it. Mm-hmm. And as always, I'm your very excited that the Browns are 3 and 2 host, Brian Costco, here on Aquabarelegion.com. You can find me doing this podcast every week during the Cleveland Browns season, rain or shine. Snow or Sleet. Hail? Brian Hoyer or Devon Bess. Devon Bess. Devon. Davon. Love to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you for having us here on AquaBreadLegion.com. You're one source for force in for all things Ohio music and otherwise. Until next week, let's beat the Lions. Go Browns. Go Browns. Bertie yeah, Bertie come back in here. Let's see your yeah,
2: song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can oh. throw. Oh, you can throw. Oh. throw oh, you can throw. Drop, 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 drop. Oh, yeah. Super. Oh, my God. I did it. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh